And today, I want to give a lens on the InchTag ecosystem in Israel. Today, I will be meeting with Kobe Bendelak, a 22 years veteran in insurance. I know Kobe for over six years now, as Kobe was a mentor on the startup accelerator I was running in Europe. Kobe is today the CEO of InsurTech Israel, which he established to promote and lead innovation within the Israeli InsurTech ecosystem. The company focuses on four things, acceleration, investment, consulting, media and events. So let's get started and let's get to discover Kobe in more detail. So hi everyone, today I'm meeting with a great friend of mine, Kobe Bendelak, who is the CEO of InsurTech Israel. Kobe has 22 years in insurance, which I didn't know, right? I had to go and check your, uh, your LinkedIn profile, but you have been in innovation for quite a long time. And what I didn't realize as well with Israel, um, the InsurTech Israel program, is that you are focusing on four things, acceleration, investment, consulting, and media and events. So Kobe would be Fantastic. great to, uh, to, to actually understand who you are, uh, you know, for our listener, what you love doing in what you do every day and why do you do it? That's fantastic. Good question. So first, I've been in the insurance industry, industry for 22 years, as you mentioned. I had one, I had one of the biggest MGA in Israel. It was a subsidiary company that I, I established with Generali Group. So, uh, so it was a great, great uh, experience for me to uh, learn and work in the insurance industry. In 2015, I got a quote to sell, to solve all my shares in the company. So I couldn't refuse to that quote and I sold all my shares and went to retire. But I was too young to be retired, 45 years old. So I decided first to be retired, but a few, a few months later, it started to be boring. So I looked for new adventures and I found the InsurTech industry very, very interesting for me. So I start and open InsurTech Israel. So this is my background and it's very helpful for me in the, when I'm, when I'm working in the insur InsurTech side, because for the entrepreneurs, I bring a lot of domain expertise for them. For the market, for the insurance company, for the brokers, I I was part of them life or part of them uh, 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 industry, so I know how it's working. Uh, so it's 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 very helpful for me. So for your first question, I say that I come in in the morning with a lot of passion, <laughs> which is key, right? Yes, yes. I I, I like, it's very very interesting because the insurtech all around the world is is a flourishing now. Is growing. It's interesting. We're taking a very huge industry, maybe one of the biggest industries in the world. They call it the insurance, insurance industry, and we are now part, small part, but part of the changes. So it's 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 important. So let's give some numbers, Kobe. So five trillion market, right? 
and InsureTech represent um, today 50 billion in investment. So we tend to give the number in investment term, which probably is affecting based on what Florian told me recently mm -hmm. around a billion is impacted uh, by our InsureTech work. And this year could be 13 billion so far. October has been invested in InsureTech twice as much as last year. So as you said, we are flourishing. We are flourishing and we're doing the change. We, we're making, we, we're part of a flow of, of a changing of a big and huge industry and it's very fascinating. So this is, this is the reason that I, I wake up and do it by passion because to be part of that changing is, is very fascinating. So this is, this is my, my background, but it should take Israel as four bases, as you said, the investment. So we already invested in 10 startups. All of them are Israelis, all of them are in Shutex. We have a consulting firm, we assist the startups to grow around the world, and even for insurance companies and VCs from many places around the world to explore the, the, the InsurTech in Israel. We have the media and events, we, we just arrived from the ITC, the great event with a great big delegation of startups, 60 people, 18 startups. As people told me, they heard the Hebrew all around. <laughs> and when the Israeli are in town, they are in town. Yeah. <laughs> so and and the last and the last uh, initiative that we opened one years ago is is the, the accelerator program. You know, Israel, Tel Aviv is one of the capital of the insurance insurtech world, but we don't have an accelerator program here in Israel. So we decided to open it together with great partners, uh, global partners like Sonko Japan and Milliman and Sapiens and Deloitte and Dell Technology and Ayalon and Brokitech Ventures and many more. And, and with great mentors from all over the world with a lot of careers and topics that can assist, that are assisting startups to grow. And, and that's that's the, the time to thank you, Sabine, for being part of that. Uh, so so this is InsurTech Israel, from side to side and in a an, nutshell. An thank you, Kobe. And one key thing which comes with, you know, you connecting investors, insurers, InsurTechs, and mentors, you know, an expert like myself, is you are building an ecosystem. And so I would love for you to explain why growth ecosystems are so important today? Yes. First, to build an ecosystem is, is very hard. But if you have success story, it's make it very easy. And in Israel, we have a great success story. We have Lemonade. We have Hippo. We have Next Insurance. We have Ernix. So we have four unicorns. Unicorns. So it's, it's the sister's you know, people don't know that they're part of the people don't know that they are Israel. So, so it's it's that's great success story that assists us to grow the ecosystem. To to build the ecosystem is the basic is the base for growing the insurtech industry. So this is the this is this is the reason that the Israeli insurtech is very uh, uh, very active, active and as we say, flourishing. But also, I think you have mentioned four amazing, you know, unicorns, so companies of valuation over one billion, who have achieved that status, and some of them have IPO'd because they work really hard, 
they're actually expanding into new markets. So some of them are in the United States, have expanded into Europe. Mm -hmm. So it's about looking at um, what they are doing with uh, go-to-market expansion strategy. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at the seed you are creating for the insurtech in Israel, is for them to be there, but also to come to visit Europe mm -hmm. and to move to the United States, right? Yeah, right. I think Europe is a is a great market for the insurtech uh, industry from Israel, coming from Israel. We have plenty of startups that operate in Europe, in, in Europe, of course, Great Britain, and uh, operate in Germany, in France, in Italy, anywhere. So and even in Eastern Europe. So so, and, and you said something right. To to have a great ecosystem, you need a lot of uh, uh, early stage startups. You need to have the button. That the, the the button of the triangle is the the early stage startup. It's not the unicorn. So so to build that, it's 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 very hard because you need to find entrepreneurs, or the entrepreneurs need to find a, a, a you and and it's a big it's a it, it, it's a it's a, it's a massive massive activity. So Israel is very good with that because you know there is a joke in, in Israel that the Jewish mom uh, in the previous time wanted her son or her daughter would be a doctor or lawyer. Now the Jewish mom wants her, her doctor, uh, her daughter or son will be an entrepreneur. <laughs> so this is a culture in Israel, and a lot of people to be to be entrepreneurs to open startups. And insurtech is is very hot now. So. They are very attractive people. Attractive people. One thing you're actually mentioning and highlighting is a funnel, right? So to, to become a, a sizable uh, venture, so growth ventures, so scalable ventures, you know, it just it takes a long time. You have to stick to it. And in InsurTech, I think the number based on you know some of the work I was doing analyzing our unicorn within InsurTech, I analyzed 23 is an average seven years. And some have done it in four years, but the average is seven years. And to arrive to those seven years, you need the big funnel at the beginning. You have scouting a lot of venture. I've scouted over 20,000 ventures, right? During my six years wow. at, um, during my six this years. Is, this is the reason that everyone knows who is Sabine. <laughs> exactly, so right? Famous. You're so famous. 20,000 ventures to select like you've done, right my number is 100 so over all my different accelerators i've only accelerated 100 out of the 20,000. and i had recently um i decided recently to change my business model to do venture labs to focus on the um, second phase of venturing but to be able to do phase two you need to do phase one which is acceleration right kobe yes you're right and you need to add more more influence measures like the insurance world is is very orthodox. Every, all this it's it's a long stale journey and, uh, uh, for startups. So if a start if they are B two B startups, they are selling product to insurance companies. They need to be very patient, and the investor investors need to be patient because there is no a uh, 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 great success on the beginning. It's not like B two C if you uh, 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 like lemonade and people. If you are if you are if you are investing B2B startup, you need to be patient. And, and you know what, Sabine? The valuation of the B2C issue tech startup now all over the world is very high because they disturb the, the market. They, they start to compete the insurer. Yeah. But in the end, the insurer will achieve the goals and be digitized as well. So in the end, 
let's say all cells will be digitized from side to side like like lemonade. So then lemonade need to be will 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 have a very tough competition with all these big startups. So it to be should the startup will in the in the coming future will have a better valuation because then they will they will have a very huge market to operate. So the, the companies will be digitized, so it will be easier for them to sell their, their, the solution, the ideas. So it's a very a unique view of, of the market because now startups or entrepreneurs ask me if they need to be B2B, open MGA, go to be insurer, or let's take our solution and, be, and to be B2B. I'm telling you, if you are long, if you are a marathon runner, go to be B2B because in the end, this, the, the high valuation will be to the B2B. But they need to be paid. I agree. You work with B2B. My, my strength is B2B, right? I come from insurance. I work with a lot of insurers. So I, I, I tend to say to the ventures who approach me, guys, if you're doing B2C, I'm not going to be your best friend. It's better for <laughs> you to find another mentor because my strength is B2B. I work with great insurers. I work with great investors. And my little network, which I've built now for the past six years, are both aligned to understand the insurance value chain from a B2B viewpoint and then providing funding to those ventures. And the other things which is super important is the point you've made. It takes a long time to get mm -hmm. on that road of B2B. It takes 18 months often to close a deal with an insurance company. Yeah. Even more than that. Thank you, that. Yeah. So you need to have the mileage. <laughs> you need to have money. <laughs> mileage and money. Yes. So, which takes me, Kobe, to um, a point you've made around investment. So, when we look at investment, there is two buckets, I think. You have the venture capitalist brain, who are actually providing money to insurtechs. And then you have the corporate venture capitalist, which also are providing money to insurtechs. And I think the difference between the two is VCs tend to be very financially driven. Financial returns is key. And then CVCs will combine strategic returns with um, financial returns. What is your experience working with those two groups? And what would be your recommendation to the entrepreneurs coming into the market? Both, both sides have uh, added value. You, you can ignore that. And, uh, and I, I think let's, let's start with the CVC. CVC can, can arrive a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, knowledge uh, and, uh, and um, assistance for the, for the entrepreneurs. They are great. Uh, great, uh, have great, a great added value for the startup. But in the other end, when the when the when the entrepreneur is going to work with CVC, they need to be very cautious about the relationship with the corporate. Because if they start working with a corporate insurance company, they, they maybe they will limited your market. So it's you need to be very cautious and go over the details. Because if you have a limit your, your the market for you, it's continue. So this is a very caution side. So there is good things and something that you need to be very caution with. Uh, VCs can give you added value first with with the LPs, okay? If part of them are coming from the from the insurance industry, and they can give you a lot of added value with the second the, the next round because they have a lot of connection around the world opening your doors with next investments. So it's, it's, very, it's very nice. Um, from my point of view, if you take care about the caution in CVC, for most of the entrepreneurs, it could be great, great 
journey uh, to be part of CVC investment. And, um, and I think it's because of the strategic angle. When you start combining B2B and CVC, I think there is um, a nice, um, there's a nice synthesis or alignment because the corporate can start providing you with the distribution power, you know, the infrastructure, but the CVC needs to be to understand what CVC means as well. Whilst the younger venture will provide that, I often say this key theory, the entrepreneurial mindset, this speed time to market, knowing how to build with limited resources. And then when you combine the two effectively, then you can start building a system where you understand what industrializing innovation looks like. Yes, yes, you're right. That's right. I think it's a, but it's good to have both of them. Yes, no, absolutely. This is better. Absolutely. After the second round with with another VCs uh, and family's office. And in the end, uh, you need, the entrepreneur need, need to bring money Absolutely. to the table. Absolutely. Not, not, not just for investment, you need to sell this product. So, so that, this, is the, this is the journey. Absolutely. So when we talk about Israel, we often think about cyber, AI, those great skill set which exists already in the infrastructure of Israel. Can mm-hmm. you tell us, what, when you look at your InsurTech portfolio, what are the things which prevail in Israel that you want to bring in other markets? Okay. So, you said right, AI. Insurance, the insurance industry is a very, very logical industry. Yes, no, yes, there is, no, if there is cover, no cover. There is something happened, not happened. So it's a very logical industry. So when it's logical, AI, this is the playground for AI. So, so the Israeli uh, army, uh, intelligence unit, have a great, great success with AI. So the, the entrepreneurs that are coming from that unit, we arrive uh, young and with a lot of experience. So they start looking for, they have idea, and they look for how to use the idea to solve problems. And you know, uh, what Israel is the best is solve problems. We, we're living in a very tough neighborhood, so we need to know how to solve problems. So, yeah, and, and InsurTech, in the end, is not just technology. First is, is, is solving problems with great ideas, and then implement technology to make it happen. So the entrepreneurs that having a great skills with AIs, bring it to the InsurTech industry. So you can find here in Israel plenty of startups, AI technology that can assist, that are assisting the insurance industry from underwriting, for claims, for fraud, for cyber insurance. So the AI, you can find AI all over in healthcare. So in a lot of topics, a lot of areas. Uh, uh, so this is our main, 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 main uh, uh, on the top yeah. of, our activity, of our activity. When I look at your portfolio, often I think about risk mitigation, risk management, um, and leveraging artificial intelligence to actually start unveiling some of mm-hmm. those issues be- beside, you know, EPO and Lemonade, which are full end-to-end carrier who actually potentially use those technologies to identify behavior, right? So they, they have the front end, which is really customer centric. 
and then in the back end they have this behavioral science going on to accelerate the underwriting and uh, the customer engagement but also identify poor behavior right and yeah. and actually sway uh, potentially mm -hmm. insurers insured uh, and consumer to, to make the right choice for themselves yes you're right you know ai can assist make our life better and insurance are looking how to make our life better just because they want to have prevention to prevent risk so you can find a level of interesting technology around insurtech that can be operating the insurtech this is what we are doing in our consulting um, finding technology that not operate in the insurtech world, take them, convert them to insurance, and operate them in the insurtech uh, all over. So this is this is what is really doing well. Which which goes to 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 a point I would like to to investigate a little bit more around your your business model. So you invest, you accelerate, you consult, and in in you infotain. Right, which is the media and the event side. How do you combine all four capabilities? And when the entrepreneur and the founders look at, you know, those capabilities, how do you merge them to deliver a unique proposition for them? Okay. Well, first, the Israelis are very smart with doing business. They don't pay membership. Membership. They don't pay nothing. They just want to get success, and then they show me the money. Okay, this is the Israel. This is not just the Israel. This is the Middle East. Okay, it's about so, Spain on outcome, right? It's why yes. I often said, like, what is the outcome we need to achieve, and then we work backward from the outcome. That's that's right. That's right. So this is the this is the the, the, the cause. So our business model is to show them. <laughs> so we always show them the success. So because we operate in all sides, investment, consulting, media, accelerated, we can find you can find startups in our ecosystem, using our uh, activities in all over, or just one part, or two parts, or from part one to part three, it's it's amazing. We, know, we need to combine it. We know how to combine it in a system. So because of that, most of the startups in Israel operate with us, uh, because we know that we can assist them. Uh, 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 this is the reason that a lot of people approach us and saying, do you know them? Do you know them? What do you think about Because we are like a hub of information because of that. So this is our business model. We assist them. First, we want them to grow. Even if they are growing by, by themselves, it assists us. It promotes our ecosystem. So we are very happy to assist, seeing growing, uh, uh, take them hand to hand if they are, if they are a small one in early stage, or assist them. To sharpen the, the product or the, the definition, they thought about the insurance side. So we can we are doing that in in many structures. So when you look at disruptive trends as a result, uh, Kobe, what are the disruptive events, or I would say this disruptive trends that you are seeing coming to us as we are moving into the future? We would love to see your portfolio startups or the new startups coming into the acceleration program or any other of your services provide. I think I think it's 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 not new. A lot of people speaking about that, but I think it's the it's the right way. So the amendment assurance insurance, the amendment insurance is 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 the way that people will use insurance in the new in the in the new future. 
especially the young people don't want to buy insurance, home insurance. They want to understand and you know to buy just for the risk, just for the laptop, just for what's happened, just for the cyber, just for for traveling abroad or just riding the scooter. So I think the, the amendment insurance is the amendment and automatically amendment insurance. This is the future. This is this is not new, but it's new arrival, but it's not new. Uh, what what I think is is uh, is the disruption and, and new is the parametrics insurance. Of course, it's not new at all, but we start now seeing a lot of movement in the parametrics insurance because it's logical. It's logical. There is event take, get your money uh, automatically. We don't need to know, to do any claims and and, and we can and we can uh, assess the risk before it's easily. So parametric insurance. I think it's the, it's the new future as well. So you said embedded insurance, which is where we have the insurance hidden through the distribution model of somebody else. So for example, I may buy a beautiful dress at Selfridges here in London, and I may be able to buy the insurance with it to protect mm -hmm. yeah. it. Let's say a very expensive, you know, event dress. If you buy jewelry or jewelry or something, <clears throat> or something like a necklace or Will be covered. And then you talk about parametrics, and as you said, it's not you. When we look at M-Pesa, you know, I think the real, the, the right time where I, uh, I learned about M-Pesa was probably 10, 10 to 15 years ago, <laughs> uh, where, you know, you would go in Africa, farmer, an African farmer would be able through their feature phone to, they would be able to through the Fisher phone, linked to their Vodacom um, membership uh, mm -hmm. payment, buy the insurance through a QR code to protect their yield if there would be too much rain or too little sun. And there would be no claims process. The event through Google would happen. There's too much rain, there's too much sun, and the payment will be immediately done. So that is parametric, right? Yes, it's, yes, you're right. Amazing. It's, amazing, it's right? Not, it's not new, but what's happening to be bigger now is the technology, because the technology is more advanced and 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 and, 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 and more clear. It assists to the insurance industry to understand, to be sure it's right, it's operate well. So it's, it's take time, and now is the time to the parametrics to grow. And you, you can see there's a lot of stuff, not a lot, but there's a few start, good startups around. Absolutely. And so, as you said, now it's all about combining the right technology to make, I think, that experience completely friction-free. You know, mm -hmm. you don't even know that, you know, I mean, you know you're at a risk, but the money is straight into your account even before mm -hmm. <laughs> you yeah. expect it, right? And we've seen that happening in travel. You know, I think mm -hmm. we had had amazing case studies where when you would travel, your luggage would be delayed or your plane would be delayed. The activation of the parametric would take place. But you know, you know, insurance is a is built on trust. If you don't have the claim process, give me that there is the you know a long time, long tail of process. Opis the opposite. If something happens, you don't even know when you get the money. It's building great trust, and when trust is is building, the insurance industry uh, will, uh, will flourish. Insurance is built on trust, as you said, and one thing I've 
I'm learning every day, uh, which is part of my values, is insurance and the, the insure tech and insurers we're working with, as well as investors, need trust. But they also need integrity and authenticity. With the three mm -hmm. pillars, usually you can start building really unique relationship and deliver a lot of value in the market. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. So the third trend I wanted to ask you about is sustainability. As you know, we are all talking about sustainability and ESG. And how are, you know, how is Israel in Shotech markets addressing those today? Not much, to be honest. Not much. Um, as, as I mentioned, we, we're focusing on others, others path and, uh, you know, everyone needs to be to use his, his uh, a, a great abilities to grow. So this is, this is not so, uh, let, let's say, uh, popular or growing uh, segments here in, in the issue in Israel. Okay. So, well, maybe in the future, as we start yeah. learning and how those great AI can uh, start helping us do better environmental, social and governance, um, Metrics, you know, measure ourselves better as to mm -hmm. we start delivering on those on those different pillars. But so when you look at sustainable business model, Kobe, so what are your you know top three, four tips to build a sustainable growth venture based on what you've seen so far? First, find the great entrepreneurs, people. People, 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 people. In the end, this is what makes it happen. Uh, if you have a good idea but you don't operate well, or the people is not so stable, uh, it's it's hurt. So first is the people. Then first, second is the problem. You know, I find a lot of uh, a lot of entrepreneurs that are arriving at, uh, to us with uh, with a great solution for a small problem. <laughs> they think that it's a very big problem, but but. We know that it's not so so big. So the second is the is the problem. How big is the market? And the last one is the solution. If the solution is good enough. So this is from the side of the startup. From the side of the VC, uh, you you need to have a great partners, LPs. Okay, not just bring money because I I think I think money is not the, the issue today. The, the 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 most important people and the most important issue for the for 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 the for the VC is that to have a great LPs that assist and uh, bring added value, assist the startup, and uh, uh, let you work and uh, give you the give you the time to bring the uh, the success. And the last one is 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 to be focused and finding and finding the right places to operate. I think it's to be uh, all over speaking with with everyone is 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 take a lot of time, a lot of efforts and sources. So I think the last thing is to be focused on the region or the topics or the areas that to be focused. Focus, people, getting the process right, meaning focusing on problems that people really want to see solved. Market mm -hmm. sizing would actually probably fit into that as well, right, Kobe? Yes, yeah, I, I see it a lot. <laughs> All over. Uh, the, the great solution for nothing <laughs> or for small problems. I will actually quote you, you know, don't, don't work on a small solution, I mean, a big solution for nothing, big solution for yes. nothing. I think it's a good 
Trademark word. You know, you know, you know why it's happened? Instantly. Because a lot of entrepreneurs arriving to the insurtechs from very experience. Yeah. They had a bad experience with something that they had in, with claims, with the onboarding process, I don't know, with something. So, but they, so they think that the, 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 the experience that they had is so big, a lot of people suffering for that. So, okay, I have a solution for that. That's good. But in the end, it's a private one. It's not, it's not a big one. It's not a big, big problem all over. It's not. And, you know, you, you actually highlighted something which is really fundamental, which I think it's important for us to stress as well, that entrepreneurs coming into InsureTech are not, you know, often the young, the young entrepreneurs. They tend to be people with a lot of years of expertise because insurance is regulated and requires, and it's complex. In some ways, it's, um, it's very specialized. So, you know, the average age, I think, uh, from my accelerator to time, was around 39, you know, 40 average age for the entrepreneurs that came into my accelerator, Kobe. But I think the second point is, we also have entrepreneurs from other industries which realize that insurance is ripe for disruption. So you have people from retail, you have people from telecoms, you have people from energy sectors coming into our industry. And the reason is that insurance touches everything. So I think it's fascinating that, you know, whilst we have our you know, five trillion of market, you know, revenue globally, um, we not only attract in InsurTech, those great entrepreneurs, which were former executives in company, but also great people from other sectors too. Mm -hmm. You need to have from, from that side, from the insurance side and from the entrepreneur side and from the technology side. So uh, uh, every startup, every InsurTech startup have, uh, must have uh, domain insurance domain expertise in, in the team, in the, in the C-level team. Uh, right, right after the, it's, it's that open. It's a very, uh, um, very, very uh, uh, complicated uh, uh, industry. So we, you need to have a domain expertise in your team. Uh, it's it's obvious. If you don't have it, uh, it's not good. So and and part of them is supposed to be a a, a senior a senior uh, uh, people from the industry that are looking for being part of the insurtech now. And it shows that there is so much to be so for. We often hear that, you know, we have scratched the surface. We have not done one, more than 1% of what can be done in our industry. And even when I look at artificial intelligence and, um, you know, some of the, the new issues coming into AI, like ethical AI, I think, you know, we have a long way to go to do AI mm -hmm. in the right way. Yes, I agree. But this is Israel. This yeah. is the Israeli stuff. Yeah, exactly. So what would be your recommendation? You know, what would be your, you know, three to five words of wisdom could be that you would like to leave the entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and, and people who are going to listen to this session and this discussion between the two of us. What would you like them to remember? To drive success, I hope. <laughs> yeah, of course. Good luck first. <laughs> you need a lot of luck. Everyone, uh, everyone needs a lot of luck. So, so have a good luck. Uh, understand that what's happened to you is a luck and you need to touch it and take it. So sometimes you need, there is opportunity that pass you and you don't know that this is your luck, so take it. So this is one. If you are entrepreneur, keep, keep going. 
keep going. There is a lot of barriers, a lot of, of hard days. Uh, you, you, must, you must keep going. Uh, you need to have a backup in your home uh, and your family, but keep going, keep going, if you're an entrepreneur. If you're an investor, be patient. It's take time. I know, I'm an investor, and, but I'm operating even, even in the other side. Other side. So be patient. Uh, let the entrepreneur operate. Give him your added value if you can, but be patient. It's it will it will be worth. So be patient. So if you are if you are insurance industry, and you are not so operating the insurance side, do a mindset. Do change your mindset. Change your mindset. If you will not be part of that, you will not be at all. In in the end, not not far from today, the the insurance world will be insurance world. So you must do some. You open your mind and understand, or that it's, it's, you must do something to, to your to your company first. Digitize your company, and after that, doing implement technology, great technology inside. So if you're unsure, open your mind. You have highlighted something super important, and I'm sure Matteo would love to hear that. So Matteo Carbone says every insurer will be an insure tech at some point in time. So let's everyone become an insure tech. <laughs> we are doing my, our best efforts. We are doing our best efforts. So I want to thank Kobe for providing us his word of wisdom within the world of acceleration, investment, consulting, and infotainment. If we want to find a little bit more about Kobe, please check InsureTech is.com which is InsureTech Israel and you can also reach out to Kobe via LinkedIn and Twitter I think what are your ID Kobe what is my ID on LinkedIn Kobe Kobe, Kobe Benderak that's all exactly just 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 write Kobe Benderak or InsureTech Israel you will find us or InsureTech Israel Accelerator exactly. you will find us everywhere everywhere it's easy it's easy so thank you thank you, you Sabine thank you very, thank you very much until next time. If you like this podcast, subscribe now, share with your friends. And if you enjoyed it, please give it a five star review. Also, if you want to cover any specific subject with me, contact me on Instagram under Sabine VDL Officials or LinkedIn under Sabine van der Linden. Thank you.